Welcome to the Patient Flow Podcast, powered by Teletracking. On today's episode of the Patient Flow Podcast, we welcome James Waddell, Transit Support Services Manager with Moses H. Cone Memorial Hospital in Greensboro, North Carolina. James has been instrumental in adopting teletracking technology into Cone's transport tracking, dropping facility transport times from 32 minutes to 26 minutes, and then down to 90 minutes with additional technology. Listen in to hear how the program was rolled into their day-to-day operations. I have been working in healthcare for 20 years. I started off working in materials management, and then after that, I became an environmental services supervisor. Then I moved up to environmental services manager, and then shortly after that, then I became the manager for transit support services. James, you've been such a strong advocate for the teletracking solutions. When Moses Cone implemented teletracking's transport tracking, uh, your facility's transport times dropped from around 32 minutes to around 26 minutes. Can you discuss the factors that impacted the department performance, including the key roles that staff productivity plays? There were a lot of different aspects into that transition. We did not have a, per se, centralized transport model here at Moses Cone during the time. We kind of had each department. We had pockets of transporters here and there. For instance, there were there were eight to ten in radiology and two in respiratory and four in vascular. And then, of course, you have the OCTs and the OR. So the president of our hospital thought that it would be good for us to just take a look at a centralized model just to see if the services could be streamlined. And I was actually hired into that process. It was a it was a brand new department, so we didn't have any metrics or anything to measure. So uh, one of the first things we had to do was come up with some sort of software to support what we were trying to put together as a department. And that's where teletracking came into play. Uh, we looked at several different systems, but from a analytics standpoint and a productivity standpoint, teletracking kind of won out over those those other companies. James, I understand that when you shifted to using iPods, those transport results became even more impressive that they dropped to about 19 minutes. Can you talk about the challenges and the implementation process of introducing iPods into the mix? Actually, there there were very little challenges. Staff was really open and receptive to switching over to the iPod. Before, of course, they were using the pagers, and using the pagers required dialing through the prompts, and we were starting to find out that staff were having difficulty in the hospital finding a phone or there were some current concerns about actually using the patient phone that is in the rooms. What we did was we actually had a couple of iPhones and decided to try that iPod feature out. What we did was we started with, with our day shift staff and we just kind of pick staff and we let them rotate using that device. It just, the popularity grew from it. And we, we ran that trial for about two weeks until all staff were able to, to try it out. And they all loved it because they didn't have to search for a phone. So instead of just dialing through the prompts, they were just, they were just hitting the button on the device. And so 
everybody loved it. And shortly after that, I want to say about two weeks after we completed that trial, we went on and purchased um, iPods for everybody, for the entire staff. James, you've had such tremendous success already. What are some of the things that you're doing to help ensure that the transit department's success continues? In some types of policies and procedures, rounding with customers, could you elaborate on some of those things? The first part of that is making sure that the, that the staff stays in tune to everything that's going on. In addition to our regular um, monthly staff meetings, we huddle with the staff. I mean, that's first, second, and third shift on a daily basis. And we not only huddle for any issues or concerns, but in those huddles, we talk about safety, talk about quality, we talk about customer service, and then any areas that we need to focus on. Just being able to huddle with the staff, even even if it's just for 10 minutes, has, has helped tremendously. As far as rounding with our customers, we do that. We round with our customers on a daily basis. I have two supervisors that work under me to help to lead the team. One supervisor is our day supervisor, and the other is our evening and weekend supervisor. So all the areas that we're responsible for servicing, they touch base with those leaders at least once a week. If there are issues or concerns, we can usually solve them a lot quicker um, rather than them coming up in just another casual conversation or just my team just not being aware that there was an issue. So so rounding and rounding is huge and but the biggest part is just getting feedback from our staff that's on the floor with the patients. James, you just touched on the idea of customer service. Could you talk about what your customer service philosophy is and the impact that that has on the transit experience? With customer service, one of my sayings, because I, you know, I've browned on patients myself also, and um, just to just to maintain that connection. But one thing that I always communicate to the to the staff and also to the patients when I get to the, um, talk to them is nobody wakes up and just says, I think I'll go to the hospital today. So it's just our job to make that experience just as comfortable as possible for the patient in a trying situation. So it's just our job to just to make sure that things are just handled as smoothly and properly as possible. Hospitals not anywhere from, from a hotel, but from a customer service standpoint, we can do some things to, to make that a, a good experience uh, for the patient when they are here. I was at a, a patient summit, and I was asked to speak there just to pr- provide some information from a patient transporter standpoint. Uh, so I created this talking point, hones in what the job of the transporter is and how important their service is to the hospital. I am a patient transporter. I'm a stranger to you, which is the patient. To top things off, I'm a stranger coming into your home, which is your room. Uh, My job is to take you out of a home to a place that you've never visited before, which would be a procedure area. Then leave you with another set of strangers to make you feel confident that all of these people that you have met, including myself, are doing, doing our utmost to provide you with the best service possible. How can we accomplish this task in 15 to 20 minutes? Before, the focus had always circled around prior hospital experience. But today, 
the focus is customer service experience. A hiring practice has changed to find team members that best fit the culture that we are striving for. We can teach the major functions of the, of the job, but customer service is an art. If the patient is not engaged in part of the process, patient satisfaction scores will not improve. If we're not genuine in our engagement and delivery of care, our scores will not improve. All connections from the preparation of the nurse on the unit to arrival with the patient in the procedure area have to run like a well-oiled machine, all in the name of safety for the patient. We use a checklist that we use for each patient movement and is a combination of process and procedure. Fifteen minutes for a patient can feel like an eternity if they are with a caregiver that is not committed to excellent service. Next, we're going to set you up for success by taking you to the procedure area. It puts the patient at ease and assures them that they are in good care at hand. The fun part is that after 15 to 20 minutes has expired, we become a stranger all over again keeping in mind that there is yet another patient waiting for us to get there, another technologist preparing for their next procedure, another doctor waiting for test results. Revolutionary changes in technology has helped us to serve more patients by improving productivity, throughput, and having information on hand. As an average, we transport about 500 patients a day and close to 15,000 patients a month what a powerful impact a patient transporter has on the lives of those that we serve. James, that's beautiful. It just really summarizes the caring and compassionate nature of the, of the role. Those are beautiful words. You've been such a wonderful champion for teletracking and, and for our solutions. Could you share how you helped bring that technology to your sister hospital, Alamance Regional Medical Center? Alamance reached out to myself because they had had heard of some of the success stories that we've had here at Moses Cone. They had some safety concerns with their transport team and just trying to make sure that it was always the right patient, the right time, the right procedure. So we started conversations there. Those conversations rolled over into an on-site visit uh, where those representatives from, from Alamance Regional came over here to Moses Cone. They met with myself. They shadowed our team, and they liked what they saw. They reached out to Teletrack and just course started providing them with the information and resources they need to, to move forward with purchasing the product. During that time, I then traveled to ARMC to start meeting with their staff and their team to, to share the product and what the expectations that we had at Cone and how they could benefit the hospital there. They did several different things. One was they decided to move forward um, with the contract. The second piece was pretty much all of the policies and procedures that we had set for here at Cone as far as patient transport. They've adopted all of those policies for their staff. And in turn, we just developed a great um, relationship. So that contract is now in play now. We're in the process of, of getting there um, live with Teletrack, and I think it's going to be a great experience for them, and they're, they're super excited about the process.
Thank you for listening to the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. We take pride in bringing you insightful conversations with the leading experts in patient flow, as well as tips on industry best practices to help ensure patients get the right care in the right place at the right time.